everyone, and welcome back to I, I Have to, to Tell, Tell you. you with Annie and Genevieve. We're here. We're back for episode number three. Can you believe we've made it this far? No, truly. I, I didn't see us making it past two. Well, here we are. I feel like this is a big milestone it for is. us, episode number three. You can tell we're really in for the long haul. My birthday is on the third. Lucky number. Is three, three. your lucky number? Well, don't like I? Number. Number? <laughs> well, don't, like when you're little, you're like, what's my favorite number? And it's always like the day your birthday is. Wait, my birthday is on three the three as well the three of may <laughs> yes we're both the three wow this is a really special episode yeah this is our birthday episode <laughs> oh my god can we change topics and only talk about our birthdays yeah we had a lot else planned but we're just gonna talk about our birthdays <laughs> every <now>. birthday party <laughs> one through 25 no we actually have a really good episode for you guys today we are going to be talking about minnesota things midwest things midwest core yes midwest core um annie and i are both Midwesterners, mm-hmm. um, but we hail from different parts of the region. We do. So we have different perspectives. Yeah, and I was raised by one New Yorker and one Midwesterner, so I have a little mix. Yeah. So I don't partake in a lot of the Midwest tings. Yeah, and I'll get into it a little bit, but being from Chicago, I feel like I didn't, I wasn't really involved in the culture. It's way different. It is. It is. And, like, you even go 45 minutes north of the cities in Minnesota, and it's a completely different ball game. It's a layered culture. It is. And so we're, we're going to deep dive. It. Yeah. <laughs> and we, I hope that you guys are able to find this relatable. I hope we have a lot of Midwesterner listeners. I think we do. Yeah. But anyways, um, happy President's Day, Annie. Happy President's Day. One of my favorite holidays. Truly. Yeah. Uh, um, you never get it off. No. But I still celebrate. I was partying at my desk today. I was too. I was I was taking a mental break on behalf <laughs> of the president. I took a break from about three o'clock till when I left. That was my President's Day break. And if you're Annie's employer, that was a joke. Yup. Just kidding. I was working <laughs> so hard. <laughs> um. So in honor of President's Day, Annie, who's your favorite president? I gotta say, it's my guy Teddy. Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the national parks. He really did that. He really did that. And, you know, I should know more about presidents because my dad graduated from college with a degree in history. And literally, we went to Gettysburg for three days. Like, I should know more about the history of the United States. But I just, it didn't stick in my brain folds, you know? So you went to Gettysburg for three whole days. days. And you still didn't choose Abe Lincoln as your favorite president? No. Shunned him? (laughs) You really shunned him like that? It was... Such an experience being stuck in a Honda Civic with my brother and my dad listening to, like, the CDs that, like, you rent out. Oh, of course. Going battlefield to battlefield. It's every battlefield. And then the CD's like, welcome to battlefield, blah, blah, blah. And then like, you drive and there's a CD guy. Yes. And you'd think after a day of battlefields, we would get the point. However, my father... Kept driving in that Civic. Is there all anything at the battlefields currently? I've never been to Gettysburg. Honestly, I was like twelve. I don't okay. really remember. I mean, I know there's like some stone every now and then, maybe a monument or two. Yeah. Someone's gonna listen to this and be like, "Girl, you did not retain anything." It's gonna be a big corrections <laughs> corner next episode. <laughs> Stay so, <tuned>. Gettysburg was <laughs> the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, not the um, Revolutionary War. No, no. Because I was going to say, maybe <laughs> if you watched Hamilton, you'd have a better appreciation oh. for Gettysburg. But different periods of time. I believe so, yes. Yeah. I could be wrong, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, is, this is correct, and I thought very hard about it before even opening my mouth. Okay, so. <laughs> that's good. I did make sure that what I was saying was at least a little bit accurate. Yeah. And I actually feel really kind of genius for knowing that. <laughs> no, my dad will get really upset with me when I don't know like very specific battles in our history and it's I just don't sit around and watch war documentaries like he does, so it just is not yeah. it's not hitting the same. It's kind of hard. I know the big things for the most part. Yeah. I know the I know big about things. the Alamo. That counts. Yes, yeah, same. <laughs> same. Well, I feel like um Teddy Roosevelt, he's a great pick because yeah. Without him, we would not have the national parks. Mm-hmm. And that's actually kind of crazy to think about that he, like, established them. And to think what would happen. I wish he could see he it had. now. Yeah. You know, like. He'd be so proud. Yeah. See, like, these looming cities and then this protected land. 
It's I bet he would kind of have a tear in his eye. No, I'm kind of getting emo about this. <laughs> like, it's actually so gorgeous. And, and that's why we love this day. Reflecting yeah. on our nation's How past. How many of you reflected on <laughs> President's Day to think of all the wonderful things that some presidents have some. done for us? Who's your favorite president? Okay, so I was thinking about this today. And I would... I'm not going to pick any from modern history because I just feel like they really haven't done as much as, like, some of the founding fathers, you know? Like, their jobs are so much easier. They really only have to deal with, like, things that are already established. If you were a founding father, you were, like, creating the country. Like, you were thinking of how the the country was going to live on. And so for that reason, I would pick... It would be one of the founding fathers for sure. Do you know know who they are? Besides George Washington, who else? Is George Washington... Yeah, he's a founding father. Okay, so let's talk about Hamilton for a second, because it's someone from Hamilton, for sure. Alexander Hamilton, we all know, was never president. What about, isn't John Hancock? John Hancock was president. Um, George Washington is in Hamilton. Thomas Jefferson? Thomas Jefferson was... Was he a founding father? A founding father. I don't believe that he was in Hamilton. No, but he's but he was a president, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's on a coin. What yeah. is he on? Nickel? Say it again. Is he on a nickel? No, his name? <laughs> no. What president is on the nickel? No, which president are you asking about? Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson is on the nickel, but he's not in Hamilton. <laughs> I'm really glad we clarified that. Yeah. Um... I'm going to say George Washington. I thought he had an excellent role in Hamilton. I have a fun fact that I don't know is historically accurate about George Washington. Someone once told me that he used to hunt his cats and eat them. And he had wooden teeth, but I think we all knew that. The wooden teeth are true. The cats, we'll just have to check that later. And And he had a lot of schmecks with his schmaves. I think they all did that. Yeah. Um, Sorry. We... No, it's okay. We don't have to cover that. I mean, that's just sad. It is sad. But anyways, uh, back to my favorite president. <laughs> yeah. You're going it, Georgie. Just because I think he was you the just... first one. I mean, how how can it get more iconic than that? That's true. I feel like, you know who gets forgotten is like once we get to number 20. Like oh, 20 yeah. through 30. I'm like, mm. No, and anyone between like. I mean, I can't even name, like, who they're between. But, like, I used to know every single president in real? order, but then I forgot it. You know who gets forgotten? Who? Grover Cleveland. I don't even know who that man is, to be honest. But when Grover we, is a great name. Grover Cleveland is the president that I had to do my, like, president's <laughs> project on in third grade. When was he president? Third grade me would have a lot to say about this. But you know what? Actually, on this President's Day, I'm going to take this moment to honor Grover Cleveland. And I'm going to name him as my favorite president mm-hmm. Of this President's Day. Okay. Check in with me next President's Day. It'll change. And we'll change. I bet mine will change, too. I'm going to do some research on Presidents 20 through 32 and really get to know them and who they were about. Grover was in there. Perfect. I can't wait for our next Corrections Corner. (laughs) This section was a mess. I think it's time for us to move on. We need to move on. Before we say something else that's just so historically wrong. (laughs) All right. Well, how was your weekend, Danny? My weekend was fantastic. Tell us all about it. The big old Fargo, North Dakota. I had a blast. Adorable downtown. Super cute. I've heard Fargo is really kind of popping off these days. It would be a really cute college town. Like, I can see the draw. Um, But I had a blast, and then I came home and went to my twin cousin's first birthday party. And they are so cute and chonky, and they were eating their little smash cakes, and it was so cute. What were the cakes made of? I think their mom made them, like, kind of, like... um, banana muffin-ish, like, very healthy. Like, it wasn't cake. Okay. I believe it was, like, she had made little tiny loaves of bread. Like, okay. banana bread, and then stacked them up. Cute. The rest of us had delicious espresso chocolate cake. Yummy. Yeah. That's so it's had a great delicious. Weekend. What do you do at a one-year-old's birthday party? What are the activities? Look at them. Um, Lovely. L- look at them, hold them, kiss them, watch yeah. them crawl around. I mean, we do presents, obviously, so okay. I found some adorable clothes um, I also got their parents some um, wine to celebrate making it a year. Lovely. <laughs> but, yeah, you just kind of hang out with them. It's, it was more of just an excuse for the family to get together in the winter. Yeah, of course. Which we'll cover in Midwest Tings is you don't see your family when it's 
cold outside. Yeah, you get together for the most random ass reasons. Yeah, just so twins' first birthday. But how was Biggest your weekend? Ever. Um, our weekend was good. We actually had a very Midwestern Minnesota weekend. Um, on Friday, we went out to dinner at a restaurant here in Minneapolis that I've been dying to go to for a really long time. And What restaurant? It's called Spoon and Stable. It was really, really good. And um, you hated it there? I did not like it. <clears throat> What's the review? Okay, so I went to Spoon and Stable. So excited for one of my friend's birthday parties. Or not party, but because we're adults, so we just go to dinner. Yeah. And I'm a gluten-free girly, as we all learned. Mm-hmm. And everyone is passing around this gorgeous bread. Yeah, the brought bread this was bread. gorgeous. And they come up to me and my other friend who's gluten-free. And they go, we have a gluten-free option. And we're like... Heck yeah. Expense. Keep in mind, this is a very expensive, it's one of the nice most restaurant. Expensive restaurants in so we're thinking, yeah. like, this is going to be really good. Like, they have money for good, like, gluten free flour. Yeah. They bring us out. I'm literally not kidding. Like, the same texture and thinness of a communion wafer. Oh, that's what we had with our um, salmon carpaccio. Foul. It looked like a manila envelope. Yes, and it tasted like it, too, Yeah. to be completely the honest. The crackers weren't my favorite. Um, I'm sure it was good if you could have, like, they're known for, like, their pasta and, like, their more expensive dishes. Yeah. I had, like, a gluten-free pasta. It was okay. But it wasn't anything that I wanted to pay $37 for. Yeah. Well, we had a gift card, which oh, was really gift nice. cards are the savior. Um, and the service was excellent. And our... The wine was fantastic. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I had a glass of Pinot Noir that was really, really something something to be impressed by. And um, our server looked and spoke and acted like Justin Timberlake. So you won. And every time he walked away, I would turn to Dan and say, I can't wait to get you off for good looking. Don't sing too good now. Because I really, like, want I, w- I wanted him to, like, drop our dishes and just, like, Start spin dancing. around and, like, yeah. to break out into a little dance. He was really cute. Um and at the end, because we were celebrating our six-month wedding anniversary, Yay. Um, we got cotton candy, which was I so saw much that. fun. That is fun. So much fun. It sounds fun. And then you went snowmobiling, right? Yes. And then um, we spent the rest of the weekend up at uh, our family lake house, and we went snowmobiling. It looked so fun. We covered almost 70 miles in the nice. weekend, which is crazy. It was really, really cool to see an area that we spend a lot of time in from like a different point of yeah. view because the snowmobile trails go like all through the woods and mm-hmm. so you get to see something you don't normally get to see and it was actually a lovely couple's activity <laughs> you just get to like snuggle and I wasn't driving most of the time I was just on the back hanging on just to, hanging out hanging on to Dan and um it's a team team building activity because if you don't both lean the right way you tip over did you guys fall we did fall one time <gasps> but it's once you if you're being smart I cannot stress this enough if you're going to go snowmobiling, you have to be super realistic about what your ability level is, and you cannot go beyond that because if you're going really fast mm-hmm. and you do something, you can really injure yourself. I have so, a horrid story. I've heard so many terrible stories. Someone I know, her mom literally got beheaded by a fence, like a barbed wire fence. It's literally terrifying because you're going so fast. So fast. And you're just open to the elements, and you're on snow and ice, so it can get really scary. So to yeah. be honest, I was kind of scared to go. But if you are safe, it's it's fairly safe. So the one time we did tip over, we were hardly even moving. We were trying to, like, cross this, like, snow drift. And mm. it was just too steep. And we were essentially stopped, and it tipped. Okay. So we just jumped off, and we were fine. Oh, my God. But, yeah. You're a survivor. I am a survivor. Well, I but mean, that's really very Midwest. So I feel like it's a really great jumping off yeah. point to our main event. I was thinking about all the Midwestern Minnesota things. Yeah. So, um, we talked about this a little bit earlier, but we're both from the Midwest, Mm -hmm. and I was thinking about Midwestern things, and, like, I was trying to, like, deep dive into my childhood memories, but I grew up in the city of Chicago until I was in, like, second grade, and then we lived in the suburbs, but the suburbs of Chicago are so sprawling and urban. Yeah, they really are. You really don't get that true... Midwestern feel. I mean, like, they have their own things, but, like, mm-hmm. I didn't really realize a lot of the Midwestern and Minnesotan things until I moved here. And then I felt like it, the the Midwestern culture and the Min- Minnesotan culture is rich here. Yeah, it's really it rich. really is. And, like, similarly, I grew up in the city, 
but I have a cabin up north, so I got kind of both. Mm-hmm. But, like, once you get back down into the city, it's... I mean, we definitely still have a pretty prominent <laughs> culture. Yeah. But it's nothing like being, like, way up north in Minnesota. Yeah. I feel like Minnesota and Minneapolis, like, so much more so than Chicago. Like, people in Minneapolis, like, being in the north is really, like, everyone's entire personality mm-hmm. trait. And, mm-hmm. like, every restaurant, every brand is, like, up north, Northern Co. Like, we want to be Canada so yeah. bad, for real. <laughs> every single piece of merch has, like, the state of Minnesota with, like, oh, going north, or, like, <laughs> a river and a canoe. And I'm like, you guys live in Rochester. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit different yeah. for a reference that's south. But it is, like, very – people are like, oh, I'm from, like, way up north. I'm like, no, you live in Bloomington. Yeah. Like, you live in a suburb. People are just – fucking obsessed with it and there's like yeah. a lot of like scandinavian references too I feel well it like. is so minnesota has a really really high scandinavian like immigrant population yeah so like now it's third gen yeah fourth gen but that's why we're also big and tall yeah and blonde but i feel like a lot of the like cultural things especially in the winter are like originally scandinavian oh yeah like the the lutefisk Fish Ludifisk, yeah, yeah, it's disgusting. What is it? It's like pickled fish, pickled herring, oh, I believe. Yeah. And it's foul. And actually, this weekend, do you know what Lefse is? I, that's the other thing I was going to say. Did you have it? No, well, I can't because it's not gluten free. But, oh. but we were sitting at this nice dinner, and my boyfriend's dad was like, oh, we're going to get some Les- Leska or whatever it is for the table. And I thought he was talking about what's the other one that I literally just said? Ludifisk. Ludifisk. And I was like, yeah. oh my God. God, no. I, like, gave him the nastiest look. Like, are you joking? I'm not eating pickled herring in this nice restaurant. Like, I was like, is this a test? Like, am I being put to the test? And he was like, no, it's, like, bread. And I was like, yeah, oh. Yeah, kind of bread, It right? looks like a tortilla, and you kind of put, you can put, like, butter and brown sugar or jam, and Ooh. it's, like, a bouncier tortilla. I mean, I'm describing it poorly because I didn't eat it. Delightful. It looked really yummy. I wish I could have had some. Okay, so Lutefisk, no. Lefsa, yes. Yes, correct. Okay, yeah. I've had to eat um, pickled herring as an initiation, I suppose, into a Minnesotan family. It's like pickled herring, and it's like in this um, sauce that I can only describe as like mustard-like. Mustardy, vinegary. Yeah. On a cracker, it's actually not too bad. The smell, though. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had some pickled herring, um, lots of, like, pickled fish. A lot of pickled things. Yeah. But that's also just, like, German ancestry. Like, you know, when our ancestors were living through the winter, they had to pickle so much of their produce to make it last. Are we a history podcast today? (laughs) I really think so. This is actually just, like, such a a tour through American (laughs) history. It really is. Wow. I spent a lot of my youth um, going to museums and doing lots of Minnesotan activities because um, my mother didn't let me watch TV. So I did participate at Fort Snelling um, in a camp where I dressed up as a small prairie child and wore a bonnet and, like, traditional clothes and played with, like, hoops and sticks in the grass for a week. And I did it for, like, five years. To be honest, dressing up in a bonnet and prairie clothes and playing with hoops and sticks for a week, what I would give. What I would give. It's like, but like all the other adults were like those play actors that pretend to be like historical figures. And now looking back, I'm like, how creepy was that? Like the people that do that are a little bit wonky. Yeah, the, um, what are they called? LARPers? LARPing is a little bit different. (laughs) That's like when you sword fight in a park. Oh, okay. I think. What is it called? Cosplaying? Cosplaying as like old, old timey. Historical. I'm sure there's a correct term. Corrections corner next time. So tell us. But okay, we really covered the history of Minnesota, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, we got got more. (laughs) I could go into depth about Minnesota's importance. I'm actually really impressed by how much you know about the state. Oh, I have something to add. Did you guys know that the Mississippi River (laughs) originates here in Minnesota? It does, but there has been drama, and people believe that, like, Itasca isn't the true start of the Mississippi River. I don't understand how you could argue that. There's a whole Facebook group about it. They're like, actually, that stream is different. Like, it's not 
I don't know. I want to send this podcast to that Facebook group and tell them We should that, tag them. Unfortunately, I believe that there can only be one start to a river, and it's where the river starts. It's in Itasca. It's in Itasca, Minnesota. That's like the one thing you didn't go to public school here, but like that gets drilled into your head when you're a child here is like the mighty, mighty Mississippi starts in our state. And like you learn all about the Mississippi River. And here I thought that I had a little interesting fact. No, girl. I knew that from day one. Wow. I have a lot. I mean, I have a lot of facts about it. I've been here my whole life. Yeah. Well, let's see what else you can guide us through. Okay. Um, Okay, other Minnesota state things. Let's talk about casinos and pull tabs. So yeah. pull tabs are not explicitly a Minnesotan thing. There's a couple, there's it's 20 more states, like, I think, that can have pull tabs. Co- like, I don't want to say country, but it's like a very VFW yep. bar in the middle of nowhere activity to do. Like, yeah. I've never done pull tabs unless I'm outside of the city limits. You know what? I've actually been doing a lot of pull tabs this winter. We did. Wait, actually, I take that back because we did pull tabs at a bar. I'm not scared to admit. In the city. Yeah. It's really fun. I mean, what the hell else are you going to do? You just go to a bar on a Friday night <laughs> that's got like some chicken fingers and beer and get some pull tabs. And and you never win anything. No. I've never. I've never won. Yeah. Me if either. anything, you win like $5. And you've spent and then you 40 so you're like, great. pull tabs. Yeah. The only time I've ever seen anyone win pull tabs um, we were at a bar in like the rich part of the area. Oh my god! And it was like these four women who looked—they were wearing head-to-toe designer, and they looked like they, um, you know, didn't really have jobs. I'm sorry to these ladies if they do have jobs, but they were just giving stay-at-home mom energy, which is completely fine. No, I was jealous of them. Like they looked amazing, and they looked like they were living their lives. And they won $1,000, and they made me take a photo of them. <laughs> and honestly, if I won $1,000 on pull tabs, I'd make you take a picture, too. No, of course. But I was just like, care to share, ladies? Yeah. I'm sorry. You clearly don't need it in your Louis Vuitton shoes. So yeah. hand it over. Um, I'm wearing Target sneakers. Nonetheless, I'll still buy some pull tabs. because Pull tabs are, are fun. fun. It's very, I would say it's just like kind of ingrained in our culture. Yeah. It's like something to do, like speaking of Midwest things, when you go to the cabin. Yes. And it's rainy. And you've already gone to one movie that day, and you're sick of sitting in the cabin with all your family, so you're like, oh, let's go to the local bar. Yep. And you get, like, pitchers of beer and pull tabs. Yeah. Wow. That actually sounds so delightful. It really does. It is a delightful time. Um, okay, another thing that we have on our list, just speaking of cabins, let's, let's just dive into, like, the cabin, culture. cabin vibes. So you have, like, winter cabin vibes and then summer cabin vibes. Very different. Which are very different. Um, Summer cabin vibes are quite literally, in my opinion, the epitome of the human experience (laughs) is boating at your cabin Mm -hmm. in the summertime. Mm -hmm. It doesn't get more perfect than that. No. Like, perfect day, 82. Yeah. Sunny, very slight breeze. Slight breeze. At the lake. You can hear the waves lapping against the shore. Yeah. Game of volleyball going. Yes. You're already starting to drink. Yeah. Someone's making brats. Again, back to the hot dogs. I oh, love yeah. me a hot dog. You were out on the boat all day. You're a little bit sunburned. Like, literally the best feeling in the entire world. It's so good. And then you take, like, a like a two-hour boat ride. You find, like, somewhere to pull the boat over, like a little island. You we don't out. do that at our cabin, though. You guys don't have little islands? Our, our lake is really small. Oh. Okay. So... You guys do. Most people do that. Yeah. But, like, our cabin's a little bit different that we spend a lot more time, like, on shore. Like, on we have land. a raft okay. that we go to and, oh, like, nice. sit on the raft. And we'll sit, like, in, we'll put our chairs, like, on the shoreline mm-hmm. and, like, be half in the water. You know what I mean? Oh, sure. But because our lake is so small, there's, like, nowhere to pull into. Gotcha. And you don't want to be in the way of, like, the boat traffic. Exactly. So we, we just hang out on shore. Oh. Well, I'm glad that you can come to our place and we can go. Yeah. Be knee deep in the water somewhere. It is really fun until you step on like the zebra mussels. Yeah, and, and your whole foot starts bleeding. Yeah, that's no fun. Um, and to be honest, I'm still a little bit scared of what's on the bottom of the lake. Yes, I don't like touching the ooey gooey's. Is what I call them with my toes. I don't toes. like the mushy goodies. And the freaking 
fish at our cabin are so desensitized to people now, like the oh, sunnies, no. that they oh, eat no. you. They, oh, like, no. come suck on your toes. That's foul. And I'm not an animal person, so it freaks me out. Dan lets the fish eat his No. It's really gross. It's so gross. It's literally terrifying to me. Another, like, Midwest core, cabin core thing is, like, I don't know if it's just my dad, but, like, he'll go out after dinner every single night and fish off the end of the dock. Oh, yeah. Does he ever catch anything off yeah. the end of the dock? Yeah. Huh. We're right by, like, a... A deep spot. Oh, yeah. So he'll get some good stuff. But, like, he'll take all the littles out with him. They have all their, like, little rods. Like, very Midwestern, very cute. Oh, my God. I can't wait till we have some littles around the family to take them out fishing. I'm excited for your littles. (laughs) Yeah, no. I'll get them little fishing rods and we can go They're going to be pro anglers. I know. And, like, the little kid life jackets are so cute. They're literally so precious. Okay, we can't. (laughs) We're just like over here talking about our future children's life jackets. Dreaming about life jackets over here. Um, So yeah, that's summer cabin vibes, Mm -hmm. and then winter cabin vibes. It's really all about napping. Oh my god, I've never slept more. Yeah, a good nap in the middle of a Saturday. Maybe you've gone for like a long walk outside in the Mm -hmm. morning, and then you come back and cuddle up and read a book and nap. Yeah, I feel like winter cabin mornings like you wake up and at least for me my grandparents like live at the lake so we'll go up and we'll have a full chore list so we tackle that list Uh then we come in eat lunch go outside and play some sort of game come in make a cocktail nap wake up start drinking yeah card games hell yeah so much fun it truly is the best. Hashtag cabin life is the best <laughs> life. We sound like... Um, so I feel like we sound privileged, but to be fair, like, so many people in Minnesota have yes. cabins, so let's, it's not... Let's level set. Um, there's 10,000 leaves yeah. here, if not more, so... There are more than While 10, it is a privilege to have one house, let alone two houses... Having a cabin home here in Minnesota is much more common because there's simply more lakes. Mm-hmm. And a lot of families on. share that property. So, yes. like, in our family, when my grandparents leave our property, there'll be four major families contributing to that property. So it's very common that, like, your grandparents originally bought a lake home and then, you know, your parents' siblings manage it. Yeah. And so it's a lot more affordable that way. Yeah. So it is, it is a privilege, but it's a, more common here than in other places. Um, certainly more common than Illinois, where I grew up, where there's like literally like maybe five lakes. There's no lakes. They're so small. All and it gets freaking hot. Yeah. I don't know how you did it. I don't know. Public pools. Yeah, pools. We spent a lot of time at the pool. Yeah. We did too in, in the weekdays, but. Yeah. But I like it here better. Hence why we live here now. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay, back to our list. I think we should cover food. We've done a lot of, like, history activities. There's a lot of very specific Midwestern foods and traditions that I think we we need to talk about. One thing we don't have on our list that I think you would be best suited to talk about is a Minnesota salad. Oh, my God. Well, there's no lettuce involved. It's not a salad like you're thinking. (laughs) My favorite salad at Thanksgiving is literally green jello and marshmallows. Delicious and nutritious. (laughs) And it counts as a salad because it's called marshmallow salad. Or there's like the one where it's like marshmallow fluff, Snickers, and green apples. Oh my gosh. So good. Yeah. What's the one that has like orange jello, marshmallows, and some fruit in it? And that sounds so yummy. I don't know. See, I've never really had any of these. I've just seen. Oh my gosh. I'll make you some. I've heard about them. I love it. So a Minnesota salad, the base of this is Cool Whip or marshmallow fluff. Yeah. If you're low-cal, Cool Whip. Okay. And then you'll have a sweet. Normally it's a jello. Doesn't matter the flavor, you know? And then if you want to go crazy, you could throw in a fresh fruit. Okay. You don't have to. You could do a nut. Ooh. But there's always a a third item in your your gotcha. salad. Um but it's very common, like more common than you'd think. And I eat it every time. Yeah. I see a marshmallow salad, I'm eating it. I it's mean, gonna be good. Yeah. Amazing. And I feel bad for people that can't experience that. Um, growing up, my granny did always make me jello salad, which I was obsessed with. And still, whenever she makes it, I will gobble down so much of it. It's like um, layers of jello, and then in between, there's like a creamy layer. So it's And like pretzel bottom? Pretzels? Yeah. No, Graham cracker bottom? No crunch. It's all. <laughs> it's all just no crunch. <laughs> My mom does like a pretzel bottom, cream cheese, jello, 
cream cheese jello. I don't know what you're talking about. And she makes it all the time. <laughs> my granny's going to hear this. It's like disrespectful to her I'm so salad. sorry, granny. That's just what my mom makes. I don't know. Okay, we're talking about different things. Okay, my bad. It's, you said cream cheese. No, 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 no cream cheese. What's cream, the layer? Like cream, c- cream. Cream. <laughs> uh, cream. We'll have to have Granny on the pod sometime to talk about her. Well, uh, just text pod. her and then Corrections Corner next episode we can go over the recipe. She'll be so happy she listens. I know. She's my favorite fan. Hi, Granny. Hi, Granny. <laughs> um, um, okay. I was thinking of salads and then I was thinking holidays. And you know those like balls of cheese that are oh. um, covered in nuts? Yeah. What is that called? <laughs> And you're like, every time you try to get a cracker into it, the cracker breaks off. You're like, fuck, I don't want to do this anymore. I feel like there's a general theme to the, like, Midwestern food, and it's just, like... Gross. (laughs) (laughs) Like, on that same topic, ranch dressing. Okay, no, that... Let's not not get ranch dressing into (laughs) the same topic. If you think about ranch, it's icky. You don't think about ranch. You just... But do I put ranch on everything I eat? Literally everything. My favorite, like, delicacy is going to, like... A dive bar. I feel oh, like dive bars are the best ranch. ranch. Runny. It if has it to be runny. runny. If it's thick, get it away from me. I Give me it. like a waffle fry and yes. runny ranch. There's nothing better. So, so, so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love ranch. I actually dressing. don't really like bottled ranch. I think it just, it's something It doesn't else. hit the same. It's something else. Yeah. And, yeah, I, don't, I didn't really realize until kind of recently that like outside of the Midwest, people don't really eat ranch. I mean, they do, but they're not obsessed. It's not in the same way that, like, we do. It's not the obsession. No. No, no, no. Like, I will put it on everything. Ranch on pizza. pizza. Vegetables. A well, salad. I feel like those are common things. I'll put it on, like, like chicken tenders without ranch. Obviously. That's foul. Um, ranch on french fries is yep. so delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, big ranch fans. Mm-hmm. Obsessed Beyond was And did you ever make the ranch, like... Chex Mix dip where mm, you like yes. put like Chex Mix things, yes. c- butter, ranch seasoning mix, put it in the oven, and you make like a snack mix. I think we'll need to have like a Minnesota recipes. I made it this weekend for my little road trip. Okay, you guys. My boyfriend ate the entire bag. Tune into our Instagram after we post this episode. We're going to post some Minnesota recipes for you guys, and y'all going to eat. <laughs> it's literally just going to be a bottle of ranch. <laughs> y'all going to eat. It's going to um, be so good. So more on our... More on food. More on our food. Okay, so we talked about VFWs a little bit earlier, but mm-hmm. I have on our list VFW Fish Fry Fridays during Lent. Um, and it has to be specifically during Lent. Yes. Yep. You don't really... I mean... It's I just think, not the same vibe because there's so many people there during Lent because yeah. it's more of like, that's just like when you go. Yeah. So if you're not of Catholic descent... Um, and you don't know what Lent is. During Lent, Catholics do not eat meat on mm-hmm. Fridays. Um, and I saw a joke on 30 Rock recently that said Catholics don't eat meat on Fridays because the Pope owns Long John Silvers. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? He's like, I got a lot of stock in that yeah. restaurant. Y'all got to eat it. Y'all got to eat it. Um, I don't, I can't rack the reason for my brain right now, but I just know that you're not supposed to do it. And so the VFWs have huge fish, fish fries, fries yeah. on Fridays during Lent and they have like usually drink deals and like everybody just goes. You just go yeah. to the VFW on Friday evening after work and hang out. Have you ever been to a meat raffle? I haven't, but talk about meat raffles. Oh my God, meat raffles are another Midwestern thing. It's essentially a raffle for meat. So you go to your meat market and they raffle off like chunks of meat you're like four ribeyes and then it's you put your little tickets yeah raffle it off they have them at vfws too right they have them all over i mean it's a really good way for small towns to like increase community participation and revenue like without church being involved because a lot of small towns like the sense of community really revolves around the church yeah and as you know we age out of that I don't know. I would say our generation is less inclined to be participants of a church. And yeah, so community isn't really built around the church. Yeah. Anymore. So it's a really good way for like these smaller towns to build a sense of community without the church involved. So it really gets like everyone together and 
So everybody, please participate in your local meat raffle. It's fun, too. Honestly, these little, like, Midwestern things, they're just so much fun when you just lean into, like, the Midwestern culture. Yeah, you can't be, like, better than it. No, because, like, you just submit, and it's it's so much fun. I would always, like, I don't know, I feel like we all went through a phase where, like, we're too cool for that. No, you're not. I'm not too cool for anything. You're not. It's what's cool about us. Is we love the Midwest. We love meat raffles. And yeah. we love fish fries on Fridays. And Lent is coming up. I know. We we'll have to go celebrate. <laughs> we got to. We got to go like out a little bit. We got to go 45 minutes out you of the city for You know, there are actually one. some really good VFWs in the city area. For fish, though? I want to see a man wearing camo head to toe. Okay, okay. When I walk in there. You want the authentic vibes. Yeah. Okay, sure. We'll go. We'll I want to see blaze one. orange and winter camo okay. when I look around that bar. We'll go find one for you. Um... Other things on our list here. Culver's. Yeah, we have two two more things on our food, and then we can move on. Uh, we have Culver's. Culver's is kind of... Culver's is a Wisconsin... It started in Wisconsin. Yes. Fast food chain. Yeah. Famous for the Butter Burger, which is a hamburger cooked in butter. Yeah. And is there anything better than a heart attack in a bun? No. No. And you get a double Butter Burger, extra pickles. There's nothing better. Yeah. And it, like, all these people are like, I love In-N-Out. I love Shake Shack. Have you had a butter burger? That's the other thing. Like, it, it, I feel like we don't, in the Midwest, have, like, many specific Midwest, like, food chains. chains. Yeah, we're not really a chain But because of that, when people, like, freak the F out about, like, In-N-Out and all of those, like, West Coast burger chains, I'm just, like, get a hold of yourself. Mm -hmm. It's a burger. Like... What is so amazing about it? I agree, but I do think that Culver's has a leg up. And they also serve fresh cheese curds. Yeah. Like, it is a fantastic chain. In this podcast, we celebrate Culver's excellence. We do. And we have a mutual friend that was a general manager of a Culver's. Oh, yeah. He met Mr. Culver. He met Mr. Culver. Yeah. So, like, we are celebrity adjacent. Yeah, actually, that's a huge deal. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. Congratulations Massive deal. to him. Massive deal to our friend. Wow. A Culver celebrity. Um, and then the last Minnesota food thing that we really need to talk about is um, a controversy. Oh. It's casserole versus hot Oh, dish. I looked it up. Okay. So casserole is the pan in which a hot dish is cooked in. So a hot dish is the meal. A casserole is the pan. Okay. Because, you know, it's like a casserole pan. Yes. So where I come from, a casserole is anything that goes in that pan. But talk a little bit about hot dish, why don't you? Well, I didn't grow up in a hot dish, like, house. So I don't know that much about it. Oh, okay. But, like, I know... Traditionally, like, what Minnesota's known for is tater tot hot dish. Yeah. Which is just, I mean, honestly, it was probably just an easy way to feed a farm of eight kids. It's kind of and delicious. And so it is. I mean, it's it like... Is, not even kind of. It's very good. It's like meat of your choice, typically beef, peas, yeah. carrots, onion, kind of whatever vegetable you want thrown in there, a base of probably a can of mushroom soup yep. and milk. Yep. And then you top it with tater tots and you bake it in the oven. Yeah. And it's delicious and it's a really... I feel like a lot of these hot dishes came from you had a thousand children and it was like, shit, I'm just going to throw a bunch of stuff in a pan. It's so good, though. I love, like, the ground beef and then, like, green beans is Mm -hmm. my favorite vegetable and then tater tots. No, it's delicious. Yeah, but I had never had it until I moved. Yeah, I didn't. My my, uh, mom didn't really make it growing up, but I have had it. It's yummy. Um, So, yeah, if you have heard of hot dish that now you know. Or if you have a favorite one because... I'm, there's a lot of variety. I guess there is. There is. Yeah. So we'll move on to food. <laughs> We've talked a lot about food. Um, some of it delicious, more of it confusing. Yeah, truly. Yeah. I also, while doing research for this episode, because I was like, well, I live here. So like, I don't really know, you know, what's that crazy yeah. about Minnesota. And I was like, like, top things Minnesota's known for. And they said corn dogs. And yeah. I mean, I clearly love corn dogs, any form of hot dog. But I don't think that's a Minnesota thing. It's not. I think that's like a state fair thing. Yeah. And I also saw on, um, a, I think it was a good housekeeping wrote like a top Midwestern things. And they said 
cheddar cheese on apple pie, and I just want to know, who do you think we are? <laughs> do you think we don't have taste buds? I've never in my life heard of that. No, I haven't, and I've eaten many an apple pie across oh, many states in the Midwest, and the never has a pie. slice of cheese been added. No, in the way the picture looked that you had pulled up, it we will post th- for reference a thick piece of cheese. Yeah, it was so Not a sprinkle. Foul. Like, more than, you know when you put whipped cream or ice cream on your yeah. pie? More than what you'd put on, and the good stuff, was cheese. Yeah, I was just so offended, because, like, we're people, too. We have rights and tastes, <laughs> and it's so mean to bash us like this without yeah. our consent. Who who was your reference? Yeah. Who was your reference for the slander? It's blasphemy, it's slander, and I just... We should write them a letter. I was just hurt beyond anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, honestly. So that's our food section. Um, one thing I just wanted to touch on real quick is the importance of fake tanning as a Minnesota. When I first moved here, my uncle told me, you better get used to fake bake, Mm -hmm. which is fake tanning. And I was like, no, like I'm fine. And I recently realized I'm not fine. I think what's so tricky too is we don't see the sun for a like abnormal amount of time. Yep. And I am naturally extremely pale. Same. Um, See-through. You can see my veins. What sucks is, like, we do have a lack of vitamin D, and sunbeds are so bad for you. So instead of going to a tanning bed, we lather ourselves in Saint-Tropez fake tan and then take three vitamin D supplements a day and just kind of hope that that works. And honestly, it does. And I I got on the fake tan train this winter, and let me just talk about the I've never felt better. I've never felt better. It really does have a mental... A mental benefit. Yeah. You're feeling ugly. You're feeling fat. You're feeling sad. Oh, sorry. I'm a bronzed goddess yeah, now. It, None of that bothers me. It really fixes your your outlook on life. Because mm-hmm. when you look in the mirror and you're just white as a ghost, you can see every <laughs> Every thing, insecurity, too. Every it's like so bad. Every eye, you're like, I look terrible and I feel terrible. But, like, when you have a tanned face... You're like, wow, I look gorgeous. No. I look happy. I'm every happy time, time I tan, every, without fail, I'll be, like, so down about myself. And then I'll fake tan. I'll be like, I'm gorgeous. Yeah. I'm, has no one told me I'm a literal goddess today? Because I'm getting bronzed. You always look like a goddess in my okay. eyes, Annie. Oh, my God. Thank you. That's because I tan every three days. <laughs> I have a very rigorous schedule. So if you're feeling depressed, before you pay thousands for therapy... Just try buy a, a forty-five dollar of... bottle of San Tropez Express Bronze on Amazon.com. Yeah, I really coupon like... code to follow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's so key to being a Minnesotan. Just get your uh, Isle of Paradise sun drops. Oh, that's put a good it one in too. your moisturizer, and you'll be having a better day before you know it. You know that first weekend of summer when everyone's like, "Oh my God, you're so pale!" Like I haven't seen the sun since fucking yeah. August of last year. Every, without fail, every year my family's like, oh my God, put those legs away. You're going to blind us. And I'm like, I can't help that I'm Irish and pale. I know. It takes a while to build up a tan, but. And it's always my mom, my biggest bully. She's like, you're so pale. Susan. Who? Where did I get it from? Susan, be gentler on you. these legs, please. And my toes. God, she hates my feet. Anyway, that's a whole nother segment. <laughs> She's my biggest oh my hater. Um, more, more Minnesota winter things. Let's talk about these men who wear shorts. Oh my god. In the winter. It's not it's not men, it's boys. It's always like high school boys. No, 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 no. On the campus of the University of Minnesota, I would see men, if you want to refer to college age I boys still for me. In betweens in trucking between. their asses from their houses to class in basketball shorts in the middle of a blizzard, I kid you not. And it's like, what are you trying to prove? Like, it's okay to be cold. It doesn't make you less of a man to have a shiver. In Minnesota, it does. Yeah, it's a very interesting culture. I was going to say, like, speaking of cold weather tings, there's nothing that brings a community together. Um, Like getting a car unstuck after the snowplow goes through. Yeah. Um, The the joining of forces, you know, there's always a dad I don't know whose dad it is, but there's always a dad. Somebody's dad. There's always someone so ill-prepared in their Honda Civic <laughs> that has, like, doesn't have four-wheel drive. 
And then there's like a mom with her fucking kids in the minivan, like, hold on! Yep. We gotta get him out! With who has yep. a shovel in the back. Yep. And like two randos. Yeah. And like someone's like, I got cardboard in my car, and you put it under the tire. You always need to have kitty litter because that helps you get unstuck. Yeah, the traction. To get the traction. But it's like you're driving to work and you're like, oh, that poor SOB because you see like four people helping this person get out of their spot. But that is really like the beautiful thing about it is you never drive past somebody who's no. Stuck. You always you always pull help over yeah and help out. You hear the like I'm not gonna make the sound wrong, but like that yeah. of like the tires, you know, <laughs> in the snow and like I remember. On our street, because a lot of people had a street park, like, growing up, we'd all just run out the front door and go help them. Because you could hear it. I yeah. mean, like, it's really loud when your tires aren't catching anything. Have you gotten stuck this winter? No, I drive a really big car now, yeah, so I don't get stuck. But I used to get stuck all the time. I used to drive a Nissan Altima. And it's that thing cars. was like, yeah. 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 But now I drive a big, heavy vehicle. Yeah. So let this be a lesson to you. If you move to Minnesota, heavy you car. Never, you <laughs> never, yeah. First of all, get a heavy car. Second of all, you never drive past someone that's stuck in the snow. Mm-hmm. And if you no, get stop. stuck in the snow, don't worry. Someone's going to be Always on their way to help you. Always keep kitty litter and, like, some cardboard in the back of your car. And, like, a little mini, like, sand shovel. Yep. It'll be good. You got to be prepared. It's not to be fucked with. The and, snow it, yeah, or the it winter. really isn't. You need to know what you're up to. You need to know what you're doing. Current events, speaking of snow, we are about to be hit by a yeah. mega storm. They are saying, like, 10 to 12... 20 inches, 20 inches of snow this week. Yeah. So by next week, we'll have an update after the snowpocalypse of well, this week. I'll be gone. Where are you going? Puerto Rico. When? We're leaving on Friday. What? Yeah. I have no idea. Surprise! How, how long are you gone for? We're gone for a week. What about the pod? Well, we're going to take a week off. Oh, man. I'll talk more about it at the end. Oh, I didn't even know you were leaving. Oh, I'm sorry. God, I'm feeling abandoned. I'm sorry. <sighs> what we am I going to do? We have to go get our son. Yeah, I don't want to hear you complaining about being pale. Shut up, Miss Tropical Vacation. I know, I need to do my fake tanning before we leave. I can't say anything. We're going to Hawaii in April, but still. That's amazing. Still jealous. Yeah, it's time for everybody to get the hell out of here. because This is about when people start losing their minds. Yep. It's like February, March. We're like, well, we haven't seen the sun in months, and um, it's freezing. I keep falling on ice. I fell two weeks ago, and then I fell yesterday. It's so icy. Yeah, it's and I have a bruise all over. Vacations. It's vacation <sighs> season, baby. It really is. Um, you know what? To wrap today's podcast, you know what we need to talk about? What? The Minnesota goodbye. Oh, you know what? We do need to start talking about that. We do, because in Minnesota Goodbye fashion, it's going to be rambly it, long. The Minnesota Goodbye is something that I would like to talk about. Yeah, as a non-Minnesotan, I would like your opinion. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking, Annie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Minnesotan Goodbye is truly one of the most lovely and torturous things <laughs> yeah. about Minnesota culture. Um, it can last upwards of 30 minutes, an hour, to mm-hmm. try to leave somebody's mm-hmm. house from the moment you say that you're leaving to yeah. the moment you actually shut your car door and drive out. As someone that grew up doing it, I know when I say, hey, I'm going to take off, um, it's going to be an hour before I actually leave. You really need to be super aggressive and like leave that moment. But that's also rude. So yeah. like I say oh, I'm going to head out when I know that I still would be there for another hour. You know, like I prep it. I'm like, oh, I wanted to leave at three. Okay, so at two, I'm going to say that I'm leaving. Exactly. And then I have that whole hour to build up. It just, it's, people in Minnesota are so hospitable that they just don't want to, they don't want to make you feel like you're being rushed out. No. Like they want to make you feel as You get a snack for the yes, road. You, get, a snack. you get like one more thing to eat, one more thing to drink. Did you make sure you went to the bathroom? Oh, I have to tell you this story about my friend Janice. Um, this, this, and this. Oh, can you actually look in my closet? See if you want to take any of these coats home with you. <laughs> oh, you don't? Okay, that's fine. What about these mittens? Oh, I have a book that I was going to give you. Could you wait right here? And so like yeah. the 45 minutes later, they walk you out to the thing. driveway and, then and they once, wave. Once you're out in the driveway, then it's usually like, well, do you have anything planned? Yeah, what's going week? on this week? Yeah, then you got to talk about that. And oh my gosh, no way you're doing that. I had a friend who yep. was doing that. And then you got to get a few more stories. So 
then about 30 minutes in, mm-hmm. car doors shut start to leave. And waves begin all yeah. the way down the driveway. Yeah. And it's really just so loving and caring. It's extremely annoying if you have somewhere you need to be. Yeah. But it's also just adorable. Like, when my grandparents do it, I'm like, oh, Yeah. Like, you don't want us to leave. It depends on the situation. If you're trying to get the hell out of there, then it can be a little bit much. But if you're really just hanging out, then it's truly so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Oh. oh, I have one more thing to tell you. Just kidding. That's not, <laughs> not a goodbye. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I think that's kind of all of our things about Minnesota Midwestern for culture now. for now. Um, I don't know that we really missed the corrections corner. Anything. Oh, yeah. Well, we can go into our corrections yeah. corner. We have a, f- a, a two. two. Um, the first one is not really a correction because we never fully made a statement <laughs> on this. But somebody did let us know last last episode we were pondering whether or not Kansas had a football team. And Kansas does not have a football team. Okay? So for all of you who are dying to know that. Now, now I know. You can rest. Yeah. Um, the other correction is about the the M&M's commercial. We the had, Ma and Yaz. Yeah. We had said that they completely got rid of the M&M's and replaced them with Maya Rudolph and Ma and Yaz. Um, somebody let us know that they ran an ad in, after the fourth quarter. Or during the fourth quarter that um, brought back the Eminem mascots. So clearly we stopped watching. I don't remember that one. We were not paying close enough attention. But our our stance is still firm mm-hmm. that the Eminem should not have been desexualized. No, we deserve sexy Eminems, and yeah. that's all I have to say about that. The world is tough enough already. Let us have a sexualized candy. Give us the slutty candies. <laughs> and that's my stance. And Regardless that- <laughs> of if they had another ad, okay? And that's that on that. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, I will be OOO on vacation. So we will not have a pod um, the week of next week. Feb- the week of February 27th, 20- maybe? Oh, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Third is Friday, 23rd. I don't know. Next the week. next week. You guys know uh, what next yep. week Next is. week is next week, and if you don't, then figure it out. Um, but while we're gone, you can follow us on Instagram. We're going to be posting some content mm-hmm. on there. Um, maybe I'll even post a little vacation pic to say hi. Oh, you should. Maybe you could do like a little 15-minute vacation update. Oh, I could do a, a just mini vacation yeah. vlog. Yeah. Yeah, just let you guys know what I'm up to and... I'll let you know what I'm up to sitting in Minnesota, being pale and cold and sad. Okay, we'll do a mini vlog. Perfect. So tune in for that um, at I Have to Tell You Pod on Instagram. And um, again, thank you all so much for listening. We love having our little hour to chat <laughs> with do. you guys every week. Um, and if you are enjoying the pod, please give us five stars on Spotify. Um, you can go, if you're looking at our Spotify page, like right under the description, there's a little five stars you just click that and you can you can rate us and we would love if you did so unless it's a bad rating then don't yeah please don't please if you have nothing i'm very sensitive um in the winter so just don't do it please yeah wait until later this year you You can do it in june i won't care then yes um but anyways thank you guys so much for tuning in and until next time love you guys (laughs) bye bye